the doorway by words for Elysium. Tracing fine lines with fingers entwined, no wrongs or rights as the paths twist and bind. Warmth in the night is hard to find amongst this bitter and twisted humankind. So praise the connection sent from the source. The door which the heavens can never be forced. On parallel paths two souls can roam, never to meet till they make it back home. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Blue Pigment Podcast. Today I'm joined by Sam. He is a former Royal Marine and now he's an advocate for mental health. And he delves into, we're going to dive into in a minute about ice baths, uh, breathing, connectivity with with nature and with self and with others. Um, how are you, Sam? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Really honoured. Thank you. Um, I'm, it's a privilege to have you here. Thank you for, for joining us. So I just want to dive straight into a question and that's uh, about yourself. So do you want to tell us about more about yourself from when you were a young lad up until up until now i know you used to be in the royal marines um, frozen i'm afraid ah never <laughs> i'll edit that bit out or I'll just leave it in keep it keep yeah. it uh, keep it flowing anyway. yeah so just about yourself then just give us a short brief okay yeah really quickly i sort of um father was an ex-bootnik he went in the sbs he joined at 14 uh, as a junior bugler so that was always on my radar as a kid so I 15 I started to I was in the cadets the Royal Marine cadets and then I sort of started the process at 15 to join the bootnecks um, and then I was joined the corps got my green lid at 17 did nine years there wasn't that much going on to be honest when I was in there was what did we have Northern Ireland and Norway that was the sort of thing it was in the late 80s and 90s I left that, um, went abroad, did some CP work, like you do, and then surveillance. I was in the surveillance industry up until four years. I did my last job. Three and a half years ago, I did my last surveillance work. Um, and all that impacted on my mental health. I was my way. There's a lot of trauma, lots of um, people dying around me and lots of, as, of, of stuff going on that we all have. And um, my way of dealing with it was drinking, um, and my dad was an alcoholic, so it was like learnt behaviour. So I drank, I did drugs, lots of cocaine and that sort of thing. You know, I'm open about that. I work with the police now. I'm really open with my addictions. I think it's important to get it out there. So I, I uh, that's how I sort of self-medicated. Um, and then it became too much. And I took, tried to take my own life. Luckily, I wasn't very good at it. And I went, I was rushed into Stepping Hill, stayed in there, um, Stayed in Stepping Hill Hospital for, for about three, two months to because I was just worried that if I went back out, I'd try and do it again. So anyway, I did. Uh, I came back out eventually, went back into the surveillance world, started to drink again. I started to slip down that process and um, tried to take my own life again. And luckily, uh, ambulance came in, rocked recovery, stepped in. So rocked recovery, uh, Jason Fox's uh, and... and um, uh, um, oh god I've lost my train of thought yeah so their recovery stepped in and they really sort of looked after me I was um, supported and I went from there um, to work uh, to work with Steve Burns on this who's an expert neck he well I was a moderator on a group he'd set up called Lop Spartan on Facebook so I started to help out on that sort of supporting other 
veterans and people in the forces and emergency service workers. And from that, I um, I found that I had something that, that by helping others, it sort of helped me. So I was still struggling with drinking, if I'm honest. I was still drinking at the time quite heavily. Um, but looking for something, I was doing NL. I did an NLP course. I did a hypnotherapy course. And on that um, hypnotherapy course, uh, there was a guy who was taking it who was doing Wim Hof breathing. And I saw him in the corner of the room doing this breath work. And I looked at him and I thought, who's that weirdo? Was I said, that's weird. So I was, he said, you need to do this. This You need this in your life. So it was Wim Hof breathing he was doing. And people probably have heard of that. So I sat down next to him and I did this, you know, against my better judgment because I'm thinking, oh, this is weird stuff, man. So I'm sat there breathing into my belly and... And I did it for 20 minutes with him, got in a cold ice bath afterwards. And from that day, honestly, that day, that moment, that morning I woke up, I, my whole brain worked differently. Um, I was looking into Buddhism, you know, I was looking into to, to Taoism. I started to look into Alan Watts and all of this whole world opened up. I'm not saying that that's going to happen to everyone if they do breath work, but I had an awakening in that moment. So from then I, I realized that breathwork was powerful um so i started to pass it on to other veterans um other emergency service workers and on that group there's a woman an amazing woman who's my dear friend now called helen barnett now helen was a, a met police woman in the 90s and in in 10 years service she had three serious really traumatic incidents she was shot um through, through a job in the arm response then she was caught up in an area explosion and then stabbed three times um, in, in another instance. So those are three traumatic incidences. And she was pensioned off them by the Met Police and no real mental health support. So she just went off and she got into powerlifting and threw herself into fizz, which a lot of us do. A lot of servers, you'll probably know yourself, people deal with their mental health through yeah. fizz. It doesn't really scrap. It, it gets, it does something. It's going to release endorphins, but it doesn't really get to the root of the problem. So, Helen saw me on this group, Alp Spartan, and she saw me doing this breath work. And I didn't know what I was talking about. I was just was just showing people how I did it. So she just turned up at my door, drove all the way up from the Cotswolds and to the Peak District and showed up and said, I want I want this in my life. I can see it's helped you. So me and Helen, I did some breath work. Didn't really know what I was talking about. Got in the river. It was about minus two in the Peak District. And and it's from that day that I, she had a, she had a, quite a profound experience but the breathwork the Wim Hof style of breathwork was bringing on trauma in Helen so I thought but the cold water worked so I, th I thought oh, no I don't I don't know enough about breathwork I'm not trained in it, it it's really powerful so that's when I met um, Miranda my partner I, I sought her out really I'd heard about her and she was trained in in conscious connected breathwork she's trained in uh other types of modalities of breath work and but also nutritional therapists so we start to work together and we through helen barnett we developed uh, a technique along the lines of wim hof and conscious connected breath work the joe dispenser meditation some vipassana meditation we put it all together and it's called dynamic breath work and that's what along that we use that now with um we work with the police we work with veterans we work with whoever the general public and we use that technique to address um people with ptsd people with trauma related stuff and also just as a daily practice you don't have to be you know it also we, we use it with the police because it's it's about getting to them before 
the, the world gets too much or you know it's about using it as a daily uh practice and, and that's where that's where i am now sitting here wearing beads and looking at buddhism it started from that breathwork session just now, open my that's amazing like uh there's everyone starts on a journey in some direction and, and that journey takes you in, in a direction that takes you to a certain place and for you it seems like you know that enlightenment and wisdom has, has come through that uh i i did the exact same with uh drinking at certain certain points in my life i'd come back from tour and seen some bad bad stuff out there and my coping mechanisms at the time were drinking uh and at a young age i didn't think that was an issue it just happened to be what i was doing and it wasn't until i got older that i realized hang on that that was a bad uh, course of action to, to have taken uh luckily it's sort of certain incidents happened in my life where i was like right i need to tame the drinking down now and then i started uh you know i, I went on a two-year no drinking sort of ban ban myself for two years um, i'm back into it now because i trust myself more now because i went through that process in order to uh, understand self and be like, oh, I'm, I'm reacting that way because of the stuff that happened in the past and I'm not that person anymore and I've dealt with it. But it was really interesting, you know, you're saying that you went from, you know, Royal Marine for nine years, you know, it's a long period of life. And in that sort of time frame, and the same, I see it every day at work, you get the, the tough guy mentality. And then to go into later on in life, you know, Buddhism and, uh, you know being more harmonious and being in harmony with yourself and others around you it, it kind of seems like a, a disconnect but it's actually really is connected because you've got to go through something to in some you know some instance you've got to go through something in order to push you in the direction and a lot of times when you see people that are peaceful and loving and calm it's because they've been through something probably traumatic or you know they've had to be tough at some some point in their life and that's given that realization that you don't always have to be tough there are elements and times in your life that you can sort of take a step back and, and be calm and, and a relaxed person uh, i love you mentioned the, the wim hof breathing i got into the i got into ice baths first and and that was before the wim hof documentary that's been you know wim hof tv show that's recently came out and straight away it was kind of like a really nice time that the cold water the you know lack of senses so i couldn't feel because my body felt numb i couldn't um, smell or see anything when i dipped my head under the water and it's kind of like really calm and relaxing and it wasn't till afterwards i'd read then about wim hof and began doing the breathing techniques um and i did one myself did, did a load of breaths um and at, at no point in before this had i known that i could hold my breath for three minutes you know with relative ease and with those breathing techniques that you probably do as well, I, I discovered something else about myself just by trying something new. But also I had like a, it was kind of like a dream whilst I was doing the breath work. I kind of like felt like I'd woke up from a dream. I couldn't remember what the dream was about, but it was really important and it felt really powerful whilst I was in this sort of like a meditated mind state. Um, do you want to tell us more about that sort of meditation side of the breathing and and what it does for you yeah absolutely i'd love to so um the, there's different types of breath work the one that we do is um you do get altered states of consciousness um there's a few reasons why that that might happen uh, there's a, so the science being proven now wim has got a lot of the science in and people like to know the science um 
Some of it is because you're flooding your body with neurotransmitters, so dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, acetylcholine, all those things are associated with with calm. You're getting yourself into rest and digest with the somatic breathing when you deep, deep breathe deeply into your diaphragm. You connect into your vagus nerve, which then all these things... Um, when, we, when we're stressed, especially you guys who are out there doing tours or people who've done tours in stressful jobs, they breathe shallowly. So they'll breathe firstly through the mouth, but they breathe into the chest. So um, the vagus, they get very poor vagal tone. So when you breathe like that and you go deep into your diaphragm, you stimulate your vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve will get you into that rest and digest. You flood your body with those chemicals. But there's also the other thing that, um, we're really interested in is when we do the hold and squeeze so you're creating some pressure on on we we believe the spinal fluid the rate the spinal fluid goes up and up and down through the body um, and when you do this hold and squeeze that you do when you do the Wim Hof or you do ours we we focus on the central column now putting pressure on that we believe releases um uncalc decalcifies the pineal gland the pineal gland is the is about the size of the a grain of rice right at the front of your brain and it calcifies over time so so we're told um when you open that up uh there's a theory a theory yet unproven but it, you decalcify it and also you you you're bypassing we have dmt so dmt is uh something if you do if you do ayahuasca and plant medicine people do ayahuasca and plant medicines well the, the dmt is actually in your body you produce dmt all the time but there's an enzyme that breaks it down when you bypass you can bypass that enzyme by breathing deeply um so you're creating quite high well big quantities of dmt in your body so that's why you might get that that sense of other sense of uh, connect, connected altered states of consciousness but also insight intuition is is so the third eye is associated with the pineal gland and all these things are things that aren't really quite proven yet but we this isn't a new thing whims designed i think it's been these breathing techniques been around for about eight thousand years so the hindus before the buddhists would be so buddha was a hindu before he was buddha yeah uh, so, sorry was he would have been you know that's what he would have been um and they were they would get into deep states of meditation and they'd use breath work the similar breath work we use to buy to to get into that deep state of meditation um so when you're feet when you focus on your breath every breath in and every breath out every breath in every breath out you go into that state of other that state of meditation and and that's all meditation is really it's just disconnecting from this thinking mind the thinking mind that we're in all the time it's the ego so it's connected to future or past and none of those things actually exist but yeah that's where we sit in we we don't sit in the present moment we sit in the future or, or that we're, we're worrying about stuff that we we that isn't a reality and we or we worry about the past which is stuff that's happened to us um none of these things are real but we're very rarely present and when you breathe deeply in that way, you you actually become present and connected to what we think, consciousness, um, whatever that is, the divine people think of God or whatever it is that, you know, that, that people have. When you breathe deeply into that place, that's where you go somewhere else. And, and that's why people who, who are veterans serving military guys and girls and, and, and emergency service workers, 
when they they breathe with us for about half an hour, they just they always get that wow, I've I've been somewhere, and what we believe that is they've just disconnected from this overthinking mind and connected to something other than themselves, which is a place of calm, and that's where the that's where the I believe the beauty is the bliss, that sort of good feeling, but nothing other everything else. I mean, the the reason I was always unhappy and looking for something else the reason i think breath work for me was good is because i was releasing dopamine and serotonin so we have antidepressants with serotonin inhibitors so you can actually produce all this stuff within yourself by breathing and getting in cold water these two things will produce all those things that we're low on um and a good healthy diet as well we put some shit in our body especially when we're stressed when we're unhappy, I do it still, reach for a chocolate bar or fizzy drink or chips or whatever it is. Um, if you put healthy on all our retreats now, it's all vegan, vegetarian food. It's just the energy you get from it mentally, physically is, is so much better. But it's, it's what we do, you know, as I'm the same as you. I do drinks and I've come back with that relationship with it and I use it. If like now I'm here in Cornwall with my family, I might have a glass of wine. But when I was unhappy, I'd drink because I was unhappy. Now it's it's something I've sort of in control. So I'm not saying everyone has to stop eating meat, has to stop drinking or whatever it is. Probably best stop smoking. Try, try doing that. That's one thing that I only gave up last year. I gave that as my last thing. My last thing I gave up smoking. But yeah, just trying to base those on our, everything that we do is, is is healthy body, healthy mind, healthy spirit. So food exercise connecting with nature and and breath work all the, those in moderation and everything in moderation i think the more you try and stop when i i went to narcotics anonymous i went to alcoholic alex anonymous and i was like i'm gonna stop drinking i'm an alcoholic i identified as a, a drug taker and all this stuff and and then as soon as i stopped it and said i'm not doing it again i panicked inside i was like, oh god now i've just said you know what i'm not doing it today because it doesn't serve me I'm never saying never to anything. I'm just today. I don't choose it because it just doesn't serve me. And what serves me is getting up in the morning and doing the breath work, you know, and doing whatever it is. Going for a sea swim in a minute. All that nice, stuff. Nice, nice. It's it's more powerful to control it rather than uh, to deny yourself of of it. Um, so, if you go back into what you're saying about uh, the pineal gland, I know that some people use psychedelics as kind of like a therapy. I know, especially in America. So you're saying that perhaps with the breathing and the ice baths, there's a way of connecting to your, your pineal gland and your third eye without having to do illegal substances such as, you know, psychedelic mushrooms or ayahuasca. I'm not sure if our ayahuasca is illegal or not. I know that um, a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, it is here in, in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a way of connecting uh, more spiritually within your mind, uh, within the pineal gland than in a in a legal manner through the ice work and the breathing techniques yeah we do we do something else called with the dynamic breath work you can sort of get there you do people do report colors and and and, and visualizations of stuff so that means you get in there but we do another breathwork technique called conscious connected breathwork which is an hour long to music with the music's framed to sort of lift you up but it's deep somatic breathing into the diaphragm non-stop there's no pauses no breath holes and it, you just breathe for an hour with the music framed with drums and it lifts you sort of you do get an out-of-body experience it's a it's a powerful way of connecting to to that that feeling that sense 
and it also releases trauma because traumas, you know, when you traumas we believe is stuck somatically within your fascia so it's stuck you know within you so when you breathe you can actually people have shifts they scream they cry they laugh and that's all that stuff all that shit that you we hold on to because we hold on to it don't we we hold on to our trauma and some people have this label of ptsd i used to i've got it here it is i wear it with a badge of honor and but you can actually just shift it you know i'm not saying it's easy but you, with big deep breath works you can shift all that stuff and also connect to something, it's, who knows what that is, but I believe it's the same, well, you know, I, it is the same experience. People who've done ayahuasca and mushrooms and all the, and bufo, these are all different plant medicines. They say that deep breath work is just as powerful and just as connecting as um, ingesting those plant medicines. I think it's absolutely crazy that there's so many people around the world that have a similar experience when they go, on these trips with you know uh, psychedelic mushrooms and ayahuasca and stuff and it's just sort of like and a lot of them see very similar images that are quite uh, buddhist or hindu sort of related um i mean I'm, I'm not spiritual as such myself i do believe in a greater uh thing and what it is i kind of put it down to mother nature and science is nature and nature is science it's all we're just discovering it as we go um, I do feel like the, the human race at the moment is becoming more connected, not only via social media, but I'm not sure if it's just the, the mindset I've taken. And so I'm noticing, noticing in it more now, but I feel like there's going to be some sort of like awakening soon uh, or it will tip the other way and it will become the dark ages again. But uh, what are your, what are your views on the, the progression of, humanity if they were to get into breathing and and ice baths and that connection to nature i've i've no doubt that you know if everyone if everyone breathes and meditate meditation so meditation um breath what we do is, is a form of meditation it's a deep meditation and there was some studies done i can't remember i should have had the figures but I th i'm not sure think it was 70s or 80s but they redid these studies and i think it's about ten thousand people in new york meditated on peace meditate on the same thing at the same time and the crime wave i mean these studies are actually documented crime wave within new york which was horrendous at the time i think it dropped by over 50 percent so if we all we don't we don't know what we've got inside we've got so much you know there's so many senses that we don't use um you know you know that thing where you you connect to someone and they phone you and all that stuff we just we, i just think if we can all breathe in breathe deeply when you breathe it makes you feel happy it makes you feel peaceful it makes you feel calm it's only when we go on social media that we or the news that tries to feed us all this bullshit that you know that it's it's about something else it's about money it's about all the rest of it but i think to answer the question if everyone breathed and did a self-care technique it really does make you see the world differently it makes you feel um more loving more loving to self first you know because you've got to love yourself first before before you can move that out to everyone else but i think that the world is waking up i think the kids we the media sort of down treads the kids slagging them off saying they're all millennials what do they know and that and all that is is but i believe the the people at the top of the tree the, the sort of 1% who got the control all the media and all the power and, and without getting into any conspiracy theories because I mean I've worked I love a, I love a conspiracy theory 
I don't well, know. <laughs> yeah, I love a conspiracy. I mean, there is no conspiracy. They just they just do it, don't they? They're just shaggers, yeah, and that's yeah. it. We just there's, they do it openly. They do it, you know. And I've worked following this FSB spies who were who were blackmailing Russian uh, American politicians, and and I'm I, I know I know how it works. And I just I, now I just don't get involved in it. I just think if I can spread breathwork to as many and meditation to as many people as I can, then that's going to make them kinder and that's going to make them happier. And we just turn all that shit off. That need where people are going you need to buy this next you need the new iphone you need the no we need to be kind compassionate <laughs> and i think the younger generation is waking up to that but they get put down by the media and because with this all this oh kids today kid but you know the romans were saying that the greek mythology was saying yeah. kids today. we've been saying that about kids since since we were writing stuff down so it's not this next generation it's the i think they're more woke and i think that scares the powers that be because kids are more woke and they're not taking the shit that we did i think there might there might be an element of it where social media comes into a, a good good sort of play because it allows us to you know have access to a lot of people therapists mental health experts and, and this and the other so you're on social media and especially sort of our generation where we can look at how we were raised when our parents were you know, bringing us up and the rights and wrongs and how they did it and the good points and bad points that they would have had and analyze that because we can have access to people that have studied this for years, just straight away on our social media and then learn from that and put it into play with our kids and our grandkids and, and sort of raise them in a different mind and a different matter that they should analyze everything and, um, love self first and then everything else comes comes afterwards and i think yeah the next generation and what they're going to come up with and what they're going to come out with and and how connective they're going to be is is mind-blowing to me i can't comprehend it at the moment maybe it's my 35 year old brain isn't isn't as adaptable as as what their brains are but it'd be interesting to see no i agree i absolutely agree i think that we social media i do slag it off quite a bit but it's got such a big part to play i mean we use it for the breath connection we use it to get all our stuff out there and i think it has i mean like people like russell brand you know he's got a message and he's really sort of he's, he's upsetting a lot of people because that he's not taking it you know the pharmaceutical companies are going oh my god he's talking the truth wow oh my god it's just the truth you know and kids are yeah, kids see it on here, and they 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 can't be they can't be fooled as much as you know maybe we were by the media and uh, all the rest of it. You know, I think it's got a good place. Yeah. Back in the day when there was only four channels, and you yeah. that was the one point of truth. Whereas now yeah. they can get they can get all sorts of truths from all sorts of places. They can, they can, and and people are waking up. I do believe people are waking up. We're just going to try and keep keep pushing that love forward instead of. You know all that hate that and, and mistrust, and also they try and get fear into us, don't they? When when you turn it all off, there's no fear. There's no fear. I mean, unless you put in the we're going over to the, the Viv to the Ukraine, me and Miranda to do some breath work for for the soldiers and for the uh, the emergency service workers and the families as well, because we're working with a yoga company that's out there already. Um, the, if you live there, then you've got fear because you might be invaded over here. You know the if as long as you've got a roof over your head, you've got food, you've got shelter, you've got warmth. I think we need to want less, don't we? I think we want, and I do it still, I still look at Bell staff coats and go, oh, I like that, I need that. I don't need it. 
I want to get. I'd rather give a tennis to someone on the street, you know, nice. who's got nothing. That's. I think that's how we should be. We've got to stop being fed all this have bullshit. We need a new car. We need an update on a phone. We need just to look after each other more. We really do. We need to look after each other more. Be kind. And it's as simple as that. People try and tell us it's not, but it, it is as simple as that. It doesn't matter race, colour, creed. Let's all just be kind and loving. And, and the world's going to be a better place. I just wish that this this sort of message could be inside everybody's head. And I know people uh, end up certain ways and they could be... Um, sorry, excuse me. They could be uh, quite anti-certain other demographics just because of the way that they've had exposure to them in the past but if you could just take everything out from the past and just concentrate on the present and go look that's just a person just like you that's just uh, a person just like you come together and everyone just like you say have love and empathy for each other that would be a, a an amazing world it's just one one conversation at a time um, yeah we, we'll make it happen but uh and, and hopefully it does fruition but yeah so you're, you're down in cornwall at the moment is that right yeah, down at Cornwall, my uh, mum lives down here now. They moved down from the north, my sister, about uh, seven years ago. So we're down here. We'll be doing some sessions on Saturday and getting in the sea every day. And then back up to Hampshire to do a police thing with Hampshire Police on Wednesday and then back up north. So, so uh, Cornwall's I a said, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Very uh, surf vibe, chill, chill atmosphere. Uh, love it down there. But um, yeah. where can people find your work and where can people access your your events yeah uh, thanks the so www.thebreathconnection.org is our website if you look on that it tells you all about us and on social media same again breathconnection.org and facebook and we're all over there and uh, and my i'm always shouting and doing my stuff every morning and so yeah just look us up samson murray thebreathconnection.org and follow give us a follow and we'll come and do some breath work with us or do a retreat we're doing loads of retreats now that's excellent. that's excellent is it kind of like a road show do you take it to different places or is it mainly centered out of one one establishment mainly in the great manchester area um but we do travel so we'll do stuff in cornwall we do if people we do private events we do commercial events we do Lots of work with emergency services and uh, veteran charities as well. We work with Pilgrim Bandits. We work with Rock to Recovery. So uh, if anyone's out there who wants to do stuff with us, give us a shout and we'll come and do some breath work with you. Absolutely. That's phenomenal. I really appreciate having you on. I, I love your insight and your direction in which you want to take the people that you interact with. Uh, and the more the merrier. So well done for that. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, any, any final farewell wishes to the people that are listening? Yeah, well, they're all, all my brothers and sisters in the armed forces and, 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 and veterans of, because maybe that's the community, just to say, you know, keep, but just to know that actually that you're the answer. There's, we always go around the world and we go looking in other people and we go looking in things like alcohol and drugs and drink and cigarettes, whatever it is, or we look in other people for answers and other places for answers, but actually the answer is you. You're the answer, not me, not anyone else, not me telling you this. It's you're the answer. And when you realise that you're the answer and not anything else, you get your power back and you are powerful, you are beautiful and you're the answer and that's it. <laughs> that's a that's a phenomenal final message to, to end it on. That is, that is, that's hit it in the nutshell <laughs> right there. <laughs> nice one. I really appreciate having you on, Sam. Um, Thank I'll you. I'll post this out uh, on, on a Tuesday. It will be coming another next Tuesday or the Tuesday after, but... 
Look thanks very to much for, for for coming on. Really appreciate Cheers, it. Cheers, love <laughs> see you soon hello everyone you're listening to blue pigment podcast if you want to become a patron of this show please go to patreon.com forward slash blue pigment you will be helping me help the talent that i find along the way not only that the podcast is an advocate for mental health and the positive message in which we want to send about mental health so if you are a bit about that and you want to jump on board then please become a patron at patreon.com forward slash blue pigment uh would love to have you on board and not only that uh, you'll get the chance to get some free stuff and be giving another big giveaway soon to find out what it is go to patreon.com forward slash blue pigment become a patron and get yourself some free stuff sponsoring the podcast today are airborne fit Airborne Fit is more than just a fitness brand. It represents true team spirit and the coming together of members to create that family feeling. With the support and encouragement of each other, members become motivated, remain disciplined, and work with pure grit and determination to achieve their goals. Airborne's Fit motto is fitter, faster, stronger, together. Check out airbornefit.com or visit their Instagram at AirborneFitOfficial. Blue Pigment Podcast is sponsored by Huskarl. Go to huskarl.co.uk and use the discount code BLUEPIGMENT for 15% off. Get yourself some t-shirts, stickers, baseball caps, hoodies, printouts and many more products from Huskarl. Blue Pigment Podcast, sponsored by Huskarl. The opinions or views expressed on this podcast are solely of my own or the guests and do not represent the opinions or views of anybody else or the Ministry of Defence. Chicago! You're out of there!